The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Hey there, true believers. On this episode of Splash Pages, we are discussing Gil Kane's masterpiece, Sword of the Atom. After discovering his longtime lover cheated on him, Ray left Ivy Town and soon found himself stranded in microscopic size in the Amazon rainforest. There, he had adventures with the alien princess in the realm of Morley. We discuss those adventures and a lot more awesomeness following these important messages. To fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Nanites! Hey, we're going to be talking about uh, some Adam stuff. And, uh, you know, if you watched The Flash, you got that reference. It was bad, I know. Anyway, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And with us, as always, sporting the green velvet joker. How's it going, my friend? Evening, evening. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, doing great, Drew. I'm still dealing with the Nanites intro. <laughs> like, I'm really dealing with it. I just get behind the keyboard, you monkey. <laughs> Uh, one flash was good, you know, right? Uh-huh, yeah. right. All right, what's uh, up? Well, okay, we're going to talk about Sword of the Atom tonight, which, uh, you know, Velvet Joker, uh, Rich, you recommended was absolutely, you know what, we're not we're not going to talk about it just yet. There are some, uh, some comic stuff that happened. Have you guys been keeping up with the news news? I don't read any comics before the year 2000. No. What's the news? Not, not, the, not that Batman doesn't go down thing, are you? Is that what you're talking about? No, man? no, no, no. <laughs> Holy shit, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh. You know, they, they talked about it on, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, Maurer uh, on HBO. Um, and he said it was from the cartoon, but it wasn't. It was from uh, uh, Harley Quinn, right? It was a, a, a storyline yeah, from that. Yeah, they were going to do a scene where Batman is, is apparently having oral sex with Catwoman. And the, the editor was like, no, you cannot do that. Absolutely not. And because fans are trolls, we took that and ran. And I've never seen so many memes created. Oh, yeah. That, you know, I was just like, I was like, there was a disturbance. As if all, as a thousand computers opened at the same time and started creating memes. And uh, Zack Snyder uh, posted a uh, drawing of Batman going down on Catwoman. Did you see that? Yes, I did. And I was like, and I was impressed that it wasn't in slow motion. <laughs> um, it's it was. We're talking about the same guy who was like, no, I wouldn't do a superhero movie, but yo, I would do a Rick and Morty movie. I was like, please no. With all due respect, no, thank you. I don't need Rick and Morty in slow mo. Yeah, I just feel like, a better cut. What happened? I just rewatched the Snyder Cut. You did? That's fine. Yeah, Harley was away for a few days, so I, I definitely got my nerd watch on. Nice. And how was it the second time through? It was okay. Yeah. Uh, I still enjoyed it. Um, just, I still enjoyed the pacing. Is still way uh, a thousand times better than the first version. Um, some of it just felt kind of repetitious, and I might have like you know fast forwarded through a couple of scenes, but there were other scenes that I definitely wanted to concentrate on. You you mean the fact that anytime Wonder Woman would fight, you'd hear that same song playing in the background? 
Well, I've now I've now seen her in that whole disarming the bomb scene so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just floated right past that. Really? that that's <laughs> such a badass scene, though. It is, but I've seen it like thirty-seven times. It's enough. And how does it feel watching it without like all the upskirt shots from from JJ? <laughs> I don't even remember that. You know, it's just for me. I, I feel like there were other things that I was fine with, like within Barry um saving iris i'm like okay like he would do this i don't understand how his shoes disappeared um uh face thank you thank you facebook user uh <laughs> they hate that song too and i'm like yep thank you yeah. um listen here's my way about it okay like i've i've slowly started watching it um i say slowly because i'm i'm very busy and because i have to take it easy um it's fine you know there there have been worse superhero movies you know but i just i just i don't really get the hype you know but you know again rich you liked it i'm like i'm not gonna be like well you know hand in your nerd card because you like something i don't like that's not the point the point is i think it's still a little overhyped and it doesn't need to be four hours um it was enjoyable it's not a masterpiece i mean it's not like well yeah but but right now but here's the thing that's fine and and leo you're entitled to your opinion as well and please don't cancel me i just don't like how you've seen people saying it's like the mona lisa of superhero films i was like it's fine it's not like you know i i from what i've seen like okay cool a little better than the 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 you know the other justice league but i'm just like who cares like it's four hours yeah you know like and then something's like well endgame is two hours 30 minutes i was like but endgame is so well paced yeah you don't think about that too like wow that's been two and a half hours and i sat in the same spot and i didn't hit anybody you didn't have to go to the bathroom great and i'm like that's cinema magic to me yeah i i really enjoyed it uh i've watched it a couple times so far but it's not as rewatchable as a marvel movie like i rewatched uh thor in avengers this week you know and it's it's like the probably like the 20 or 30th time that i've watched them you know it's just Mm -hmm. a marvel movie you know i I can throw on in the background and i know what's going on and it's it's just they're very rewatchable you know, it's uh, I I really enjoyed the the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I know a lot of the hype is because uh, the fanboys were like, "Oh my God, we got them to do something," you know, and uh, it, it's right. you know I I I get that aspect of it, but it, it's was it a good movie? Yes, uh, I think so. Did uh did some people hate it? Yeah, but you don't need to watch it. it it's out there for you right. to, for the people that want to enjoy it. Right. And for me, uh, the reason I'm watching it is because I'm like, okay, then, you know, at that Guardians is a great representation of a superhero movie. I do agree with you. Yeah. Again, Facebook user. Um, but I just feel like, I just, the thing I, I just don't like is that, that, that the rabid fan base, like you have these people that are just so quick to criticize people who don't share your opinion and i'm like it's supposed to be fine yeah you know like if you like the snyder cut that's great but if you are praising it up and down and and not even acknowledging that it has flaws then i'm like but you are blindly following and to me that's just stupid like you can be fine with it but the second you become a bully about it you've lost your argument yeah that whole we know that there's those type of fans that is like Mm -hmm. it's my way or the highway you know if you don't see things my way you know go fuck yourself and it's just that that needs to stop you know it's not it's not going to stop but you know i don't know it's just people are too voiced with their opinions and they want people to think their Mm -hmm. way so what other nerd news are we talking about besides the fact that we the DC has acknowledged that Batman does go down? Uh, yeah, because yeah. uh, heroes do do that. And oh, we do. <laughs> yeah, it makes you think about what do ain't what what do villains do? And I was like, anal, got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. It, and, they, and you know what the worst part? Because they're bad. Because they're evil. No lube. Yep. That's what it is. Because that's 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 a that's a crime. But, you know, but I apologize uh, if I just made anybody gross out. But I'm just saying that was the worst case all villains that way, Drew. Don't categorize all villains that way because it's just yucky. It's yucky. I don't want to You, you know, <laughs> fandom no has... Poopy face with me. 
fandom has gone in so many different directions. There's a whole f- slew of memes of uh, Jon Snow eating uh, uh, what's her name's butt. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Why no? Stop! This isn't the nerd. This isn't the news. Our people are watching this poorly. Okay. Well, anyway, porn and the anime versions of all different sexy stuff. Uh, apparently, mean. a lot, a lot of stuff went down on that boat from Westeros. You know, it was just yeah. But anyway, we got a new Suicide Squad trailer today. Did you guys see that? Yes, I saw that. That is that looks phenomenal. Yeah, it does. King Shark oh is God. oh my God! I can't wait to see more King Shark. You know, did you know that he's getting his own series from really? DC now? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Stallone or are they going to go and do the right thing and get Ron Funches? I have no idea. All I know is that in the comics, he's getting his own series again. Oh, I think oh, it's oh, the comic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic. Because, you know, you got to tie it in because yeah. they're predicting he's going to be a breakout hit. Um no, that that I saw that today and I was like, wow, this is, I think, the best trailer yet. This is fantastic. Yeah. Um Polka Dot like, Man screaming, I'm a superhero. <laughs> I, I think for me was was uh John Cena saying, so Project Starfish, that's codename for a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> is, there anything, is there anything about that? And then I was like, no. And it was like, no. <laughs> He's just like, God, this is going to be so good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he talked to both the higher-ups in DC and Marvel, and he said that they're not – it's not totally out of the picture for there to be a Marvel-DC crossover. Did you see that news? No, I didn't. That's that's – that's some fighting words right there, you know. Yeah. You, you want to talk a uh, you want to talk a civil war? You want to talk an end game? We get some DC versus Marvel. Yeah. Man, that'll be a big movie. He uh, so obviously director of Suicide Squad. Uh, he he said that he's talked to both sides, and right now they said no, but apparently I guess it's not out of the picture for something someday. Mm. Yeah. So maybe what I'm hearing is we should cover DC versus Marvel just to be on the safe side. I think so. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Totally <laughs> down. Um, I'm trying to think of any other. Okay, I will say this, guys. I haven't watched Loki yet, so no spoilers. Oh, I was just about to say Loki. Shut up. Hey, hey. Why, hey, clown boy? Comment. Okay. Watch none of it. Zero. Not even None. one. I have not watched a single one yet. Although I will say this, though, I just finished reading all of Sweet Tooth. Okay, and I am excited about watching that show on Netflix because that book was awesome. So Jeff Lemire, Sweet Tooth, Kid with Antlers, Hybrids. It's supposed to be really good. Produced by Robert Downey Jr. Um, right. So turn Drew off. We're going to talk about Loki. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh my god. Can I can I can I mute myself? Oh, there there we go. Well, you no, muted. No, I'm just no. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Damn They're it. gonna talk about it on the Dorkening. You better not be on the Dorkening tomorrow. Oh no, 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 well, no. I I, I make sporadic appearances. Yeah. You well, know, I don't know like, if you're gonna be able to resist. I, I'm I'm saving myself for when they're talking about back to the future, because I'm gonna see if we can get everybody there to dress up like members of uh, Biff's gang. And I already figured it, and Steve would be the guy with the 3D glasses because it works for him. There we go. So oh. that's that's this week we're talking about Jaws. Next week is Back to the Future. Right, exactly. And so. we have a special guest that actually was in Back to the Future joining us. Uh, Jeremy says uh, Loki has been great. And uh, mm-hmm. Loki, yeah, uh, I'm reading Sweet Tooth too. It's so good, Jeremy. It's yeah. so good. The ending didn't make me cry, but it made me have feelings again. Yeah. And we just have to say, Jeremy, great to see you in the chat room. We love you, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, so uh, Loki, oh my God, it's so freaking good. I've watched each episode like four times already. I know. So, I, just, just answer me this: Did yeah. does Owen Wilson do a good job as like basically the Mark Grunenwald of the of the show? Yes, he does. yes, he yes. really does a great job. Okay, just and he does not say his signature uh, line at all. God damn it! I was just about to ask that. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. No wow. You know, no, no wows. I'm still listen. I stick to my status. I'm still waiting for Vince Vaughn to make it in. So, you know, we could have that as part of the MCU. So we could just see it now. You know, we're back, baby. I'm like, oh, man, crashing weddings. 
Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> I'll, I'll be vague for, for my good friend Drew's sake. Okay, let's now, be let's be vague. Rabbit hole today on YouTube videos Uh-oh. on the connections of how this is all connected to how the MCU is laying out. Okay. Have you gone down this rabbit hole yet, Leo? I've watched a couple of the videos, but I, I need to go down further on the rabbit hole. So so all right, all right. be a little more vague. Hole. All right, so now we'll 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 move on from Loki because we love Drew. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, that's why I'm scowling, looking down on you. I'm like, I'm watching you. <laughs> I'm I'm not revealing anything. I'm just talking about the rabbit hole. Okay, that's fine. That's and, fine. That... And the connections, and I won't go further than that. I won't go. I won't. I won't talk about any of the people. Like I want to. I won't. No, I won't. I'm sorry. I'm resisting. Thank you. I, rep- I appreciate your res- your restraint and friendship. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so, Leo, in 1983, and you were um, feeling. A yes, little come on, Sophia. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, I I will bring up my notes for that. Uh, and I, you know, we'll. we'll do you want to join us tomorrow and talk about Loki, uh, Rich? Tomorrow? Yeah. I I, I might I, I might delve in. There's a possibility. Okay. Okay, uh, Possibilities are possible, and microphones are rockable. Mate, listen, Rich, just make sure you wear green, okay? Uh, Jeremy says... Um, (laughs) I got my purple on, baby. Purple and green. Nice. Doing it up. I brought my special uh, stuff for you today, Drew. Hey, hey nice. Rich, uh, Jeremy's asking you, is that statue of Loki who I think it is? Is the statue of Loki who it I think it is? It has not been. Uh, this... Oh, yeah. There is a good possibility to that. But again, we don't want to delve into this because we respect Drew. So easy, Jeremy. You can, hey. hit, me up on the, you can okay. hit me up on the DMs. We could discuss it behind the scenes. But yeah, yeah not, not on the yeah. show today. No, so, so Jeremy, join us tomorrow or watch tomorrow. You're always welcome to join us if you want to kind of come on the show. But we're going to be talking about it on the Dorkening tomorrow along with Jaws. Uh, but we'll definitely dive into Loki and we'll talk about everything that's going on so far. New episode tomorrow. Uh, but also really quick, uh, new pictures have been dropping uh, from the scenes from The Flash. Okay. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, is this is this the impulse related stuff? Uh, now I have to discuss who. What is the ruckus? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. describing the ruckus. Sounds like someone smashing pots. <laughs> no, no, no. My 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 little chins are deciding it's exercise time. Aww. So they yeah, they're ca- they're causing a little thunder and lightning. So that's why I keep looking away because I'm like, okay, stop. Dad, <laughs> Dad, is, Dad is working here. Tooth okay. smasher and tooth grinder over there, rocking, oh, rocking it out. Yeah, yeah. I wish I gave them that name. No, but they do nibble. Out. That was my knuckle. Out. Uh, okay. Well, since it's little furries, you know, we'll 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 let it slide. Uh, <laughs> so, listen, listen, you guys were talking Thor uh, and Loki, so a little thunder, a little lightning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Jeremy, for real, what is that ruckus? And uh, so uh, you said chinchillas. First thing, Jeremy, okay, I can't control them, okay? You can just hear them running. It's like flock of seagulls, but it's like fuzzy little energetic rats, okay? They run. They run so far away, and their running is like the wheels of the bus. It goes easy, round. Easy, easy, Drew. Easy. Round. Okay, and you second can... thing, Jeremy, okay, with these Loki talks, lock it down. Lock it up. Wedding crasher style. <laughs> Uh, okay. Getting water now. You two talk for two minutes. Go for it. Getting water. Uh, oh, he's getting water. Okay, uh, really quick. <laughs> spill, spill the beans, Rich. Spill the beans. No, no, no. I can't do it. I okay. can't do it. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jeremy, uh, the statue they are they are assuming is Kang. Uh, is the statue? Oh, Leo dropped it. Yeah. Well, he, Andrew can't watch the rewatch. No, no, no. Uh, okay, so um, we saw uh, the first images of Supergirl from The Flash. And uh, we also saw uh, pictures of why, Bruce Wayne. Why was Wayne. everyone excited about that? I, I didn't understand. Why was that exciting? Well, because it's the first time we're seeing um, the female Supergirl who is sec- – It's it. there's theories. It could be – either Lana Lang, who does become a Supergirl in a parallel universe, or CRL, who is another parallel universe Supergirl. So it's more of of um, that excitement. It's again, we're, tre- we're te- tre- treading new waters here. Yeah. And that's what they're so excited about. It's not just, 
you know, it's not just uh, the usual stuff. It's also, you know, new things. And, you know, um, I mean, again, Flashpoint is, is I, I think it's, again, trying to be very ambitious. And I'm very excited about it, but I'm also worried because we've seen what happens when we get a little too ambitious. Yeah. So, you know, uh, um, yeah. So. Uh, two other things I'll, I'll mention before I, I uh, let Sophia uh, 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 possess me. <laughs> uh, hey. Long Halloween Part 1. Oh, my God. That's so good. You, you, is it out already? Uh, I, I saw it where it's at. I saw it where it's at, but I'm resisting because I'm waiting for <laughs> two. Shut it. But I, it's funny. I heard Jensen Ackles said they didn't even – he didn't even let them finish – when they were asking if he wanted to do the part, they just said bad. And he was like, yes. They didn't even let him finish. He was like, I'll do Batman. I don't care. <laughs> well, if it's something you want to watch, uh, just let me know. But it is so well, good. Yeah. Okay. Wait, are we adding that on our list? Is uh, Long Halloween on our list? It, it is, ooh, right? Yeah, because I haven't read it yet. Yeah, yeah, but we were talking about by the time part two came out, that's we were going to coincide at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so, right. So we we'll did say that. Yep. Uh, also, uh, I read this week, um, I blew through it all in one night, uh, Batman Earth 1 Volume 3. It's oh, out? It's out. Holy shit, yes. it's so good. It is? Okay, sweet. If it's in stores, I got to get a copy. Yep. I have the first two, and I've been dying for the third one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have the uh, um, uh, the hardcover. Uh, okay, Jeremy, nice. I am letting you know, Leo. Let me know what. They're letting you. are going to keep waiting now. Uh, okay, well, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll bring up my notes. and. Uh, yeah, channel the Sophia, buddy. Okay, so as you know, this is what I love to do. You know, Golden Girls, I am channeling my inner Sophia. Picture it. Sicily, 1983. Ronald Reagan was president. We learned about Vegemite sandwich because of men at work. We paid a ticket price of $3.15 to go see a farm boy make it big in Return of the Jedi. Uh, an alien is captured by Candy and E.T. A shark swims backwards in Jaws 3D. And Richard Pryor steals a bunch of pennies in Superman 3. Uh, on the boob tube, we watched a bunch of commandos that could not hit the side of a barn in the A-Team. Detective with a Ferrari and Magnum P.I. and Cagney and Lacey made history. Uh, also, uh, gas costs 95 cents a gallon. Actually, I skipped a paragraph. So, <laughs> uh, If you're a kid in 19, uh, 1983, you mm -hmm. sat down to watch, get this, this was an actual show and I loved it, Pac-Man Rubik Cube show the pac-man and rubik the amazing cube hour was a cartoon in 1983 uh that along with dungeons and dragons the smurfs and the incredible hulk and spider-man hour uh and then back to gas cost 95 cents a gallon vinyl records began their decline in 1983 as we said hello to something called a compact disc also something new an el nino phenomenon disrupts the weather and the academy awards went to gandhi so today we're talking about Sword of the Atom on Splash Pages after discovering his longtime lover, Gene Lauren, uh, cheated on him. Ray left Ivy Town and soon found himself stranded in a microscopic size of the Amazon rainforest. There he had adventures with the alien princess Leithwin in the realm of Morlad. I, and I know I probably butchered those names and uh, I'm going to bring up the comic now. So yeah. so, uh, how did I, I think Rich should talk about it because how did he read it? How did he introduce it? Totally, to us? So. yeah. Go for it, Rich. Okay, so um, so when I recently reread this, because I'll go back to my original, but I got I got a preface with this. Um, mm -hmm. I after, my, after getting through the first book, I was like, all right, so you've got the adult thing in the beginning the possible marriage dissolution or certainly the problems with the marriage. And then you've got kind of like the story, but I didn't really feel like it was super deep. So then I was like, all right, let's go back. It's 1983. And mm -hmm. I'll back to, I was 12 years old. Um, my mom had recently remarried. I had my bar mitzvah coming up. There was a lot of change going on in my life. 
and the character the atom um i've i was seeing like the reprints and or the redos on tv of like the 1962 atom so i was fully familiar with the character and ray palmer and uh, that he was a scientist and uh, it was super dark and i was like oh this story is so multi-layered and number one it's the reimagining of a, a really classic character and mm. i loved loved i used to draw that uh, redo of the atom i must have drawn him 50 60 times easily um mm. And the fact that he had sort of lost his powers and was sort of adapting and he was still a hero and about justice and he saw the world a certain way. And like, ah, this is why I loved it. And after every issue and it got more multi-layered and more multifaceted, they dropped another thing, another thing on. And then they just left it at, at the end sort of hanging to decipher for what you wanted to. And as 11, 12-year-old me, that blew my mind. And revisiting it now was difficult. So, yeah, that's sort of my summation. Nice. And I got to say, ignore my sister calling me. Ignore. All right. <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm bring up the comic here. But now, I, mean, uh, for I, me... I was curious what your guys' mm -hmm. reaction was going to be um, after I was reading that first book and i was like oh maybe this isn't isn't as great as it is but uh drew right. before the scenes you said that you really enjoyed it so uh yeah i mean again i i've only yeah i mean uh rich i'm sorry to interrupt you but uh, yeah i only ever knew of adam as a member of like the justice league or or you know working alongside people i never really thought of him as his own independent character and you know the what i what i thought of this was that it was the love child of john carter and Gulliver, Gulliver's Travels, because you had that hero from another world in a somewhat advanced yet slightly barbaric world. Um, and then you had that whole little people thing. So you're dealing with things that are, you're dealing with enemies that are significantly bigger than you or such challenges. And again, like it was, it was really more, this is a story about Ray Palmer. This has nothing to do with the Atom. Like he barely uses his powers because of what happens to him. And again, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was an interesting way to, to really look at him. And I thought it was a solid adventure. And of course, you know, you had Gil Kane as the artist. I mean, this guy was one of the best. And he's uh, like, I, I think when I think of him, I think um, uh, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, the story he did with Alan Moore, uh, which is another great, but the, the detail, the characters, everything, it was just, it's weird because this was felt very dated, like especially the way his costume looks. It's very dated to me. But it has a really nice timeless feel to it. So yeah, that's how I uh, I felt reading about it. I was very entertained. What about you, Leo? I couldn't put this thing down. You know, I, I started reading it, and it, it was you know I was like, what am I getting myself into? It, it it's, you know, you go to the front page, and you know it's uh, the Adam. He's riding a frog, and you know you see this Amazonian, and it's like, what kind of story is this going to be? But it, it's just it's just so well written. The art is amazing. But I mean, you know, just mm -hmm. talking about, you know, uh, Palmer and him dealing with his real life issues, the, you know, his marriage falling apart. Uh, it, it's just just written just so well. And, and like the picture that's on the screen right now where, you know, he's skipping out. She's awake and she's, you know, trying to, you know, just fake that she's asleep. She's crying and stuff. It's just it, it, it just that really hit me and, and it's just mm. you know then him like starting this whole new life with with these uh miniature uh amazonians was just just a fantastic adventure and Absolutely. Uh, like i i think i was up till like two o'clock in the morning just reading the whole thing just blew right through it just mm -hmm. uh I, yeah it, it's just friggin' phenomenal and uh, Rich, I can't thank you enough for for recommending. Seriously, I'm glad you done, enjoyed it so much. And um, you know, you you had mentioned Drew, uh, sort of like a John Carter Man of Mars, which uh, Kane actually he worked on that, um, mm -hmm. and he also worked on uh, Conan the Barbarian for a while. So he was yeah. used to sort of this you know barbarian type um, storylines where he sort of mm -hmm. you know he took this hero and uh, you know took his powers away and still showed that he was still a hero, that he was still a man. Yeah, absolutely. That he wasn't going to back down because all of a sudden he was in this other situation that 
uh, he couldn't control. Absolutely. And okay, so let us, I, I feel like we have to address this. Let us talk about Jean Loring, okay, mm-hmm. and how DC apparently had it out for her since now the 80s. Because when I think of Jean Loring, I think of, of um, Identity Crisis, right. you know, which, wow. Um, but this one, you know, like right in the beginning, you know, yeah, like you have, I guess, like, you know, I, I want to say like cheating housewife, uh, not really housewife, but cheating wife, you know, long hours at the office, can't find where she is, making out with her new partner. Um, you know, I, I I was just like, wow, like in my head, I, I was like, wow, she was a bitch even from the beginning. And then I feel like. I, just how I felt. Like, I felt like she was a poor man, Sue Dibney, to you know, who was the the wife of Ralph Dibney, the elongated man. For those of us who don't know that, um, like I feel like they always tried making her as that. But you know, it's hard being married to a superhero. You know, you have to. You're never going to be number one. They're always going to be fighting, you know, super battles. Or he's a scientist, so he's always married to his work. You know, so she's neglected and she's lonely and she's going to try to, you know, find solace with someone else. But then you had her in Identity Crisis where she literally accidentally killed somebody and then continued a, cons- a, a superhero conspiracy simply to cover her tracks just to get back with Ray Palmer. It's just nuts. So I like I, I don't know, but I don't know if she's like the villain. Like I feel like the 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 monk, the advisor who tries to upthrow the king, um, Desargis. He's mm-hmm. the villain. Oh, like yeah. like I don't know. How did you guys feel about that? Yeah, I, I definitely you know thought of him as, as the villain. The the you know the wife. I, I just took it as. Um, I just took Gene's storyline as just, you know, adding more fuel to the fire and just giving him, you know, a purpose just to start a new life, you know, and it's, uh, and, and it just adds realism to that because, you know, everybody's had relationship troubles and stuff like that. It just definitely adds a, a, a layer on top of a already amazing story. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rich? Being the elder statesman of the crew and, and the only one divorced, <laughs> I'll I'll say that um, you know sometimes uh, relationships are super complicated and it's interesting in that story it it just seems like they grew apart they wanted different mm-hmm. things um, you know she, I think she at some point envisioned him giving up the superhero lifestyle um, and I think one of their their discussions she she almost mocks it she um, does. And, uh, you know, I mean, that seems like that's part of his core being. So clearly they were fundamentally not right for each other, at least at this time in their in their lives. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, yeah. he admitted too that he was he was invested in his work and long hours. And, you know, and then when she went and got herself a career and had long hours, then, you know, like you said, Drew, she she sought solace in the arms of someone else who still found her attractive and exciting. Um, but they're still, again, talking about being divorced. Um, there's still a connection with the woman that you'll be divorced with for the rest of your life. And, you know, whether that's through your children or through just shared experience or the amount of time mm-hmm. that you spent with each other and the, the things that you shared, unfortunately or fortunately, there's still always going to be a connection, which they seem to carry through on that because she ends up being involved all throughout the story up until the end. Right. She was the one who, even though she had been given his ring, she was like, he's not dead. Like, I know she's like that. And she just goes to Brazil on a whim, you know? It's it's so crazy that she's just like, he's not dead. I know, I saw the coffin. Everyone said their condolences. Everything's back to normal. You know, I've got my new guy basically sleeping next to me. You know, you know he's not Adam-sized. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it makes sense. And it's just so, like, again, the story itself was so interesting. The layers... And like everybody had like such a great moment, like it. I would love to see this adapted into a like a an animated movie. I think it would be really cool. You know, unfortunately, Adam is not you know super popular right now, so I doubt it'll happen. But you know, I I thought it was great. And didn't they use him in Justice League Frontier, the animated? I think so. I, I think in- so. I thought he was integral to the end of the storyline. You know, it's not, you know, since we're talking about Adams, what is everyone's feeling on Ryan Choi? You know, the one who I guess he was the second Adam, right? Yes. What do you guys think of him? In what? 
I don't know, just in general, like as is a because again, like for some people, it's kind of like how some people prefer him versus Ray, the way some people prefer like John over Hal. You know, like sometimes your successor people end up favoring you more than him. Like some people like Kyle Rayner over Hal Jordan. Right. right, you know, right. Me, I, I personally never really cared. I was just like, he's the Adam. Whether it's Ray or Ryan, you, you got a, a brain who can shrink real small, you know? I, right. Although I will say I really did enjoy Ryan as the Adam in Brave and the Bold, but that's nope. just me. But The uh, the cartoon or the comic? The cartoon. Okay. Because I don't think they, I have uh, Adam preference, but I mean, obviously Ray is the one I grew up on, so he's the more mm-hmm. class me. But uh, I, I certainly now have no ill feelings with Ryan to a version of the character. Okay. Yeah, and I just know Ray uh, from uh, Flash. So right. Was, uh, yeah, I I didn't really know of the Atom before before Flash. So it's just so Leo. Common. You never saw any of those like '60s cartoons that had the Justice League that had the Atom in it, or you don't call them, or you. I'm, you just never... I I might I must have. He had to. Yeah, I just don't yeah. remember the Atom in them because okay. he had a small Told part. <laughs> he had a small part. He was he was get out. He was small. Leo had glasses even back then. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't. You know, I always had headaches when I was a kid, and it was just, uh, it could have been I, I needed glasses. So it was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was because of that. Yep. <laughs> you were already stressed, and you didn't even have your show. Yeah, I know. No, I was uh, getting on, hitting the head way too many times. That, that's that's another story. Okay. Can, like, honestly, this right. right here, Leo. Now let's, let's talk about this, Leo. Why were you? Uh, well, you know, growing up on a farm, things happen. You know, it's uh, like I was towed around the field by a bull at one time, and uh, you know, uh, I I was hitting the head oh with God. a <laughs> with a backhoe multiple times. With a backhoe? Oh my God! Oh yeah, yeah. We had a backhoe. We named it Christine because. Uh, it, it, you it, named it Christine? Yeah, because <laughs> every now and then it would like get a burst and it like just jet forward. And normally that's yeah. when I'm like standing in front of it getting whacked. How about a cow? Have you been kicked by a cow? Uh, I've been stepped on by a horse. Uh, and uh, uh, no, the, the it was just a bull being. Uh, we had. Um, we had so just, I know this has nothing to do with it. Uh, but when I was a kid had to be around like seven or eight, my dad was mil- milking the cows and we had a bull that would get jealous and, you know, we had to keep it out of, out of the, uh, barn, you know, while he milked the cows. So, uh, the first time my dad asked me to lead the bull and, and keep it out of the barn, I didn't want to let him down. It was like the first time he asked me to do that. So I took the rope, wrapped it all around my hands. So I couldn't let go of the bull and something spooked it. And all I remember is being yanked, and I blacked out after that. I got scars on my hands, so and so I, I yeah, I was pretty torn up. Uh, wow. but yeah. Thank Pond you, Farmer Pond. Action hero. Yeah. Uh, there was yeah. A, there was a time though that uh, <laughs> our neighbor used to tip our cow, and she got real pissed. And if you like tried to cross the field, she'd chase you. Uh, so <laughs> there was one day I was trying to uh, cross the field. She started chasing me, and I ran. And I forgot about the electric fence. I hit the electric fence and flipped into a tub that uh, was used to uh, um, uh, water the cows. And luckily, the fence wasn't on because I would have been like zapped. So it's. Uh... Yep, some straight up Jurassic, Jurassic Park stuff right oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, we had no idea. Leo lived in a, a, an action. Movie. I know, I know. It's honestly, it's like I was like getting Amish Paradise flashbacks over here. <laughs> You know, Farmer Pond over here, everybody. You know, yeah. everyone. Onion. Yeah. Any any of our uh, our Midwest uh, users, just if you donate to the Dorkening, Leo will come and do your yard work for you. <laughs> Milk the cows, no. lead the bulls, feed the chickens. You know. Exactly. He'll name it after supernaturally induced uh, machinery that will literally try to kill you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it's uh I got a good chicken story, but I'll save that for another day. <laughs> oh, dear. Of course you do. Um <laughs> meanwhile, back to things that you won't find on the farm, alligators or crocodiles, either way. Uh can we just discuss that that Ray essentially fights a thing that is so much more dangerous than him, so much bigger and more vicious, 
and he just nails it. This is essentially like the Adam fighting a dinosaur. Oh yeah. You know. Um, well, also while you bring that up, I just want to bring back how far back with these ants. This was terrifying. The 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 like ants that were like devouring everything and just had this lizard just just it couldn't go anywhere and it just got devoured by all these ants. Just it's fucked up. The Amazon's crazy. It, it kind of reminded me of those scarabs from the mummy that would just yes. devour it. Yeah, and it's just you know. Um, and then you had Tehran just throwing himself to his death. I was like, God damn this! This just getting dark. Like I thought, scooping out his eyes was was a lot, but then he sacrificed. I was like, no, nope, I'm too weak. I can't, I can't hurt your mission. I'm like, God damn. And then, in true fashion, the girl's like, I've been mourning him for my mom. Is it okay to love you now? And I'm like, oh wow, you move on quick. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, like, and the Adam is like, ma'am, I may be called the Adam, but that is not small down there. And I'm like, go Ray. That's right. Things move you know, fast in a small world. You know the funny thing is with her, um, the princess. She get she. I don't know if it was her outfit or just like her general appearance because she technically is an alien because they do acknowledge they come from another planet. She had she was giving me Starfire vibes a little. Like I don't know if it's the costume or the hair or just the general attitude, but like I was like like it's either that or some. Um, Oh God, who is it? Um, uh, Red Sonia vibes a little. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Vibes. Yep. Yep. Feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if anything, like during this, I got a little annoyed that we just cut to Jean Loring. I kind of found like later on her story was like, I was glad she was there, kind of like, oh, Ray's not dead. But I was just like, no, no, go back, go back. I want to keep watching the Adam being like, you know, John Carter of the the little people, you know? I was like, no, no, Gene, no, you, you had your chance. It's Ray's time now, you know? Right, um, new world order. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was total crazy. And then, and then even, especially like, like you, what I enjoy is like, despite the barbarianism, there's always, essentially there's always that sense of nobility so you have like they had the spy. It was you can either die this way or you can die this day. Which way it be? And and you know he chooses to poison arrow through the hand, and he dies. But they're like, okay, you can bury him now. So it's you know again, and Ray brought it up. It's like you know you're advanced, but you're, you're somewhat barbaric. How how do you manage that? Like I got to give credit to to Gil and, and I guess Jan Stroud, uh, the, the the writer. This is very well thought out. It was. Absolutely. And it was interesting that the whole time that the Adam and even his daughter thought that the father of the king was the tyrant all along. And it was really his advisor uh, was Aegis, Regis, uh, mm-hmm. pulling the uh, strings behind the scenes, causing a uh, rift in everyone. Oh, yeah. And that dirty, dirty, double-dealing, conniving, little bald bastard. Who then gets dosed with white star radiation and then dies. And again, what I love is that, again, it all was like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm here. Like, I like how he's like, yeah, I've forgotten everything. Who I was before was inconsequential. I am Ray Palmer of the jungle now. And then you see white star. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. All right, I'm here for the white star. Hey, cool. Can I borrow that? Awesome. Yes, and then he becomes giant man. Exactly. He becomes giant man and then... He forgets who he is, and then he's just like, I, I am Adam. I was like, is that Adam with a D or a T? I am Adam. Okay, sir, I understand that, but is it is it Mr. Adam? Is it, like, you know, like, look at him. And then you, you have, like, it's all of the, the classic tropes of it. It's like, I love you. Come find me again. I will. He grows, and then, you know, he's gone. Let him go with honor. No, I won't leave him. You're coming with me. It's just, you know, classic uh like um fantasy warrior stories but it's still fresh so it's great okay i just have to ask he so he 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 grew back to size mm-hmm. and he just collapsed there in the river what happened to his shirt they cut him off at the, at the hospital they just don't show it to you. no no i think no, i the, think he's talking about in the panel right the, there like Right there, you see yeah. where they're talking about. Oh, look at that gringo out there! But we better get him before, yeah, before something, something else does. Like he's not wearing a shirt. Uh, alligator pulled it off. Oh, okay. Man, those Amazonian alligators—they're rough. 
Actually, it's not just going to kill you. They'll steal your clothes too. This is the Amazon. It could, it could, and this is the '80s. It could have been Baby. I can't. <laughs> and for those well, of you well, that don't know, Baby was a baby. Uh, what was it? Uh, um, it was a dinosaur, but it was like a uh, brontosaurus, like a baby brontosaurus. Yes, like yeah. to make superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I was just like, what? Um, and then what I like is that the specials continue that story. You know, I don't know if you guys got to read any. I actually got to read uh, the first one. Like Ray will go back eventually. Like everything that they allude to here, they then they then continue later on. Uh, and you know, his romance with Lathwin. Yeah, yeah, and he um, actually no, Leo, you really enjoyed it. Stay up till two a.m. and read the rest of them. I I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. Unless you already did. No, I, I started reading the first one, but I did not get a chance to finish it yet. Mm, I'm going to have to because I have not. Yeah, exactly. But I started reading. I start, I like basically read the first one. I started reading the second one, and then I was like, no, this is the only one. But um, it was great. And, uh, yeah, it's Adam's Farewell. And it, it really, I to me, feels like this should have been like issue five in the series because I feel like it really concludes the story, the main series story really well. Um, you know, because I mean, he's, Ray ends up going back. Like there's other situations more than once. Like, the, you know, um, but yeah, it's, look at that. It's great. And again, you know, it's still Gil. So, you know, everything looks fantastic. But I honestly, love that. I love that the hell but yeah look at that that what did i look at that spreadsheet page that's great but i honestly have nothing more to say i thought the book was great and yeah. honestly i would recommend this to people who enjoy comics but also really like the like the fantasy angle like fans of like conan like rich you said like conan the barbarian this is like right up that alley um, Drew, did you ever you check know. out the Nightcrawler miniseries where he was a swashbuckler? Yes. Kind a of vile. Yeah, a little bit. Wait, was that the one where they brought him back to life? Is that Amazing X-Men or is that, that early in the 80s? Because so, I know there's two. Yeah, I think the previous one. Oh, the Amazing X-Men. Yeah, when they brought him back to life. Yeah. When he was like a pirate and shit. Yeah. Correct. That, yeah. That, that did give me those vibes. I can see that. Um, Ever check that out? But yeah, but I Rich Buckler one. No, but I'll I'll need to now. Yeah, well I don't know. You know, anytime we try recommending you X Men, you're like, this is fine. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I didn't really like this this much. I don't want to say you're an X Men snob, but you definitely have particular tastes when it comes to Marvel's mutants. Yeah. So you know, I'm trying to open my mind though. I, I I've been. Trying to be more open. I listen, I told you, just read Astonishing X-Men, regardless of how you feel about Joss Whedon. It was a really good book. Okay. You know, but... I, I think I grabbed it. I'll need to take a look. Pretty yeah, sure probably. I grabbed it. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. Ne next week, uh, this is your pick, Drew, and we need uh, you to elaborate Oh, um, I, I, you know what? Fine. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to make it for next week. Uh, I'm gonna be on vacation, but I will gladly elaborate so you two, uh, you know, can talk about it. What was the the pick? Spawn. <sighs> so, so we won't cover it until you're here. So we'll, yeah, yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we wait till Drew's back, and then yeah. we'll, we'll do we'll do one of Leo's picks or something. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, why don't you put Leo? Why don't you pick? Picks. Okay, we'll 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 do something special for next week. Yeah, it's fine. We do crowbars, boys. Crowbars. Right, but I will choose which spawn yes. to follow because yeah, I gotta do my boy right. Spawn, so good. Keep going. Yeah, so crowbars. Um, who wants to go first? I don't care. Well, since this was uh, Rich's pick, uh, we should allow him to have the final word. Uh, so uh, well definitely with the the trail down memory lane and the connection of my young youth on this and uh also getting to meet gil uh which we've featured my picture with him on a different episode uh, damn it that's awesome how was he was he cool 
What's that, Drew? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you got to meet him. That's so awesome. Was he cool? Yeah, he was a terrific con. He was awesome. He had this awesome Indiana Jones style hat on, and I got to take mm -hmm. a picture with him, tell him how much he influenced me, and I really appreciated his work. And he seemed very humble and cool, and he was jolly and had a huge smile on his face and seemed to enjoy what I had to offer. Oh, That's so cool. He was awesome. Nice. Very awesome. cool. So uh, based on all that, I'm going to give it 4.75 crowbars. 4.75. That's a yes. hell of a rating there. That is. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Leo? What do you think? I'm going to give it a solid, uh, I'll go 4.25. Okay. 4.25. Yeah, it, I, I really enjoyed it. And Drew, Drew, where where were you? Um, you know, I'm going to, wait a second. I got to point the right way. I'm going to, God damn it. I'm going to give, thank you, I got it. Uh, I'm going to give what Leo said. I'm going to go 4.25 because, as you know, I rarely give the, oh, my God, it's perfect rating. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I was thoroughly impressed. Um, everything was great. Artwork, writing, characterization. The pacing was superb. You know, uh, again, I feel like it's a perfect testament to how classic storytelling really knew how to pace itself. Because if this was now... This thing could have been like eight issues long, but it was four and it was just beautiful. And they took opportunities to go back to it, which I'm totally fine with, you know, in specials and whatnot. But just it, all I needed was four issues and each issue was essential. So I'd say for me, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it back. I'm going to go 4.5 crowbars, like just superb storytelling. Awesome. So, yep. Well Cool beans. Uh, well, there you have it. Sword of the Atom. I got information in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. I want to thank you all for joining. Make sure you check out our Facebook group uh, and make sure you join that so uh, you can join our discussion about comics and uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. With that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.